this is the in focus podcast from the hindu hello and welcome to the in focus podcast this is g sampad your host for today's episode the department of posts under the ministry of communications has released a draft approach paper for creating a digital address code or dac as it's come to be known for each and every address in the entire country the digital address code is to do for addresses what aadhar has done for identity that is have one universal grid on which every entry can be captured using geospatial coordinates the idea of a digital address code is a very ambitious one and it is something that can potentially transform the available national infrastructure for business and for administration and governance but strangely the proposal for this massive undertaking is yet to be widely debated why does for instance india need a digital address code who are likely to be its biggest beneficiaries will it further exacerbate existing privacy concerns how have other countries approached the idea of a digital address co- access code and will this make life easier or more difficult for the ordinary indian we look for answers to all these questions and more from our guest today shrinivas kodali an interdisciplinary researcher with a special interest in data standards cities cyber security and the internet shrinivas thank you so much for joining us thank you for having me sampar shrinivas to start with why exactly do we need a digital address code when I mean, what's wrong with simply digitizing our existing physical addresses like we digitize books and stuff i mean google maps doesn't seem to have any problem of working with existing addresses so what is the need to transform our addresses into a code number i think people haven't really considered that it's not mere digitization right it's also a bit of centralization because postal department has in the past in its entire history never given out addresses to any household all the postal department does is deliver posts the idea of giving out addresses to each household is carried out by the municipal department it's carried out by the city in chennai it's carried out by the chennai municipal corporation so if you are asking me is it more than digitization it is it, it, it is in fact centralization it's in fact department of post entering a area which it's not supposed to okay so how how does this dac or digital address code actually work what are the principles on which it is built will it contain only addresses or will it contain any further information about people living in those addresses like what, what does it look like from the initial proposal it seems like they only want to give unique id to every address in india to every building so if it, if there is an apartment and there are 300 apartments inside apartment complex every apartment will get a unique id that's it it's just about that it will not have any information of who's living in that apartment department of post is like we will only have database of addresses which are linked to these codes and which will have lat longs of that particular address so whenever they get they have to deliver a post it says a particular code they know they have to reach this apartment block but we, one can look at this as a very great thing in terms of privacy because the department of post will not have any information of private individuals who are staying there but over time as department of post delivers a lot of their 
posts and articles, they will also get to know who's residing there because the name of the person to whom an item is being delivered will be part of the Department of Post databases. Right. So does this mean there's this entire digitization with centralization? Would it make it easier for people like us, I mean, for ordinary citizens to update their addresses when they shift homes or when they do an EKYC and so on? Because right now, a lot of people with Aadhaar card and Aadhaar numbers, they have a terrible problem uh, updating their address. And even those who have Aadhaar cards have problems sort of showing address proof, especially for a tenant. Uh, this address proof business is a big headache. So will this make that problem go away? I think the problem's going to stay. This is not address proof. The digital address code is just going to be a code so that you can share where you live to your department of post or to, say, a Swiggy or an Amazon delivery guy. But it doesn't verify that you reside there. Okay, but the approach paper says that uh, they will do uh, online authentication of addresses as a service. Yes, but after you chain and all of this, it, it's still going to have that address proof headaches where you'll still have to do this again and again. It's going to be there. It's not going to simplify it. I mean, the idea is great, but we, it was told to us that others going to solve all the identity problems, which it didn't. So anything that the approach paper is saying in theory works great, but the problems will retain. Okay, so so you so so let, let me try and break it down, and you can probably see, correct me if I'm wrong. So this digital address code is going to be about your physical. Let's say you're you're staying in whatever X Y Z apartment, and it's going to link it to geospatial coordinates. And if you have your Aadhaar number as well, so your identity is linked to that. So as long as this is a permanent address, why would there be a problem in, in 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 address proofing and so on. I mean, like, where does the problem come in? So if you have to think of certain scenarios, one of them could be conflicts that may uh, arise with other databases because we don't know at this stage whether this will become the default address for everything. So if you look at election voter IDs, you still need an address where you stay inside a constituency for you to have a voter ID. Now, tomorrow, if this becomes the basis for you to have a vote, and whenever you change your address, you do your KYC, if the Department of, uh, if the Election Commission of India or if the Elections Department in your municipal corporation is not in sync with this, it's going to create some complexities. And those are the kind of complex problems that we have seen with Aadhaar, where one database is updated and another is not updated in real time where it has created problems for people. So like you would go change your address in the other database, but it's not reflecting in your DBT database. So there's a mismatch. So you won't, you don't get your benefits. So those kind of problems will happen. And I think the people who are building these are going to say this is going to be a matter of time, but how long is a different question. But the issue of each database not having similar data is going to create those issues for us. Right. So the draft approach paper released by the ministry also says that the digital address code will help root out e-commerce fraud by eliminating fake addresses. So do you think this is going to be a benefit that's likely? See, 
to eliminate e-commerce fraud there are multiple kinds of e-commerce fraud the only fraud that i think they are saying it will eliminate is where an individual who is residing at the same location is ordering multiple items and then he's running away is claiming returns where he is not supplying the exact product all sorts of things so if there is actually a police complaint they can go and nab this guy from this address because there's a kyc link to the address or something sure but i don't think it will solve the fraud entirely to a certain extent it may fraud will always exist so long so people can find ways to gain things right now going back to one of the core concerns to do with uh, data bases and, and collection of data the government's approach paper says that the dac would not be confidential or that it that the addresses are just addresses they are not linked to individuals so therefore there is no need for confidentiality here. but isn't there a danger of privacy breach if this data is linked to aadhar as it seems to be the case and are there any new risks associated with the digital address code when viewed in the larger context of aadhar the mushrooming of cctv cameras the fact that our mobile phones practically function like location trackers and then there is now the facial recognition technology on the scene so in this entire matrix do you think are there any new risks which are coming which are getting activated with uh, this kind of uh, infrastructure see i think the ministry is assuming that there won't be any privacy implications because of this access code but this was the same case with aadhar right like we still have the previous aadhar ceo uid ceo still claiming there are no privacy issues with aadhar which have been shown to him again and again so in terms of the digital address code what's happening is it's becoming a unique id for your house and anything to do with your house in terms of who are the people who are living in the house who are the people who are probably visiting the house think of apps like mygate right where or uber and ola where you probably will be using these addresses to go to a certain place where all of the entities that are coming to your house are uniquely being interlinked it's it's no more with your aadhar like you don't give your aadhar you may give your phone number for deliveries but but they are not unique in a house if there are four different people what's unique about the house is the digital address code now so everything that happens that gets delivered who visits the house is all linked so the department of post may see that their database is not privacy invasive but by sharing this data to e-commerce companies you are creating an entire surveillance economy right this this is actually quite something to think about so basically what you're saying is if by creating a unique id for every address all the individuals who might be booking any kind of a digital service say from uber or ola to a swiggy or a zomato all the deliveries from maybe amazon so all those things get linked with this unique id and therefore that creates or generates automatically new sets of data on a continuous basis depending on all the deliveries and comings and goings to that particular address is that what you're saying so this is just in the private sector right like if you look at what you can do with inside government so i i brought the example of voter id right like because your voting rights are linked to an address where where do you stay inside a constituency now this is also linked to citizenship now if you think of census and nrc and the national population register where the ministry of home affairs is trying to create databases on population 
and if you if you come to hyderabad the hyderabad police is going door to door in every slum trying to identify who are the people who are residing in these slums now a digital address code will easily help them identify unique locations of house and who are the people residing there it's it's like a great thing for the police on surveillance so for the department of posts is just a unique id the same case how to uid aadhar was simply just a unique id and there was nothing invasive but the way it gets used by everybody else that's where the problem lies okay so there is danger of uh, some kind of profiling being done absolutely i mean this is being designed for that you you are designing this for promoting surveillance capitalism amazon swiggy all of them are platform capitalism and surveillance capitalism who who rely a lot on data right uh, the government on the other hand claims that the digital address code will help in a more efficient delivery of social sector benefits and welfare benefits so how how do you see that happening will will the government have delivery boys delivering rice grains to people's homes using this or like how does it work i mean in theory the delhi government had a similar proposal right like they said we are going to give you ration delivered to your house you don't have to come to the ration shop but it's known that most of these social sector databases itself are exclusionary in nature because of digitization where people who are unable to access this can't really access the social uh, sorry social benefits now other promised us that it's going to solve all of this we know it didn't we know it created a lot of problems as actual data from the uh, dbt mission itself on the amount of exclusion and error rates so theoretically this is great but in practice it will not even help with the social benefits transfer and anyway the government's clearly saying that they are going to do dbt and they would let people to go and buy things from the market and if you see what's happening i don't think the government has any intention of delivering social benefits to people at their house okay okay and one other interesting claim uh, made in the approach paper in terms of the possible benefits that could accrue from having this kind of a digital address code is that it will lower the cost of uh, doing business by boosting efficiency and one of the domains it mentions in terms of where it will boost efficiency is elections and given the concerns we already have with evms electronic voting machines and uh, which have now made possible the availability of booth specific voting data uh, which is in a way diluting the secrecy of the secret ballot uh, is this another aspect of the dac that we need to worry about if you look at modern electioneering the way political parties mobilize people and after 2014 how they have been able to use data apps to record details of people in their constituency right a digital address code is going to further simplify it for them that there are so many digital address codes in your constituency and every voter id then will be mapped to a digital address code so it essentially becomes a unique code for the political parties to look at to mobilize people to look at where the population is to look at what is happening in that neighborhood through the digital address code that's linked in other government d- databases 
So yes, this could lead to a lot of profiling by the political parties inside government and outside the government as well. Like if you look at what happened with all the Aadhaar data in Andhra Pradesh, it got leaked to the ruling party, the Telugu Desham party during 2019 general elections. So all of this is going to create a huge problem in terms of profiling citizens who are going to vote. But it's not new, except with all of this, the volume is going to increase. The way the profiling is going to happen is going to increase. Right. Now, finally, has the digital address code or something like that been implemented in any other country in the West, for instance, so far? And if if it has been, what has been their experience of it? I think there were a few countries who were trying to implement what was called uh, what three words. It was a private company and they were essentially trying to give coordinates to any area in three words. So it was being pushed in few countries, I'm not sure. But the primary model this is being taken from, all these systems, unique databases for each system, is primarily from Estonia. Like in Estonia, they have a digital identity, they have a national population register, all of their health records are digitized, they have electronic health records, and they have online voting. So Estonia is a digital republic, everything's digitized. And we are taking a lot of these models from Estonia. Now, if you ask me what happened in Estonia, I think we really don't know much. It's a tiny European nation. It was a post-communist nation which got integrated into European Union in the 90s and became a World Bank laboratory where all of these experiments kind of happened. And we are taking some of these experiments and models from them. So the Estonian experience is completely not clear. But what we can say from the Estonian experience is this, that some of the European countries have rejected Estonia's claims. For example, e-voting, online voting, Estonia recommended it across Europe. And there were a host of European activists who said, hey, we don't think this is really great. So we are not going to do this across Europe. But in India, we are doing those experiments and all of this is essentially transitioning us into a digital republic like Estonia, but we are not looking at the consequences. Right. One final question before you wind up. So is there uh, any way, is there a progressive way of designing and implementing something like a digital address code purely with the, with the idea of, say, boosting efficiency for e-commerce and, and nothing else? I think, Sampad, the moment you create a unique identity for anything, for an individual, for a property, and that unique identity becomes a standard, right? The way, say, if you have an algorithm, we are saying this is the algorithm we are going to use to uniquely generate an identity for everyone. And that's public. I don't think it will be hard to stop its expansion. It will become ubiquitous. It will be used by everyone. The digital address code is designed in such a way. I don't think the Department of Post has the authority to do this. They are not the agency for giving out addresses to every household. That's the job of the municipal corporation. There are private companies who are trying to do this, geotag houses and try to create addresses. Like I think there were a couple of companies which are helping e-commerce entities do that. Let them do it. Why does the government has to do all of this at the risk? risk of privacy for citizens. Right. And you think that there is a danger of this uh, getting uh, included in the census-related operations as well? 
the Survey of India and the Ministry of Home Affairs has been for years trying to map every single building. And if you're trying to map digital addresses, you're essentially doing that. It's not like this will be an isolated exercise. This will happen along with Survey of India, which is already mapping every household with drones in villages. Okay. There is a big question of surveillance and profiling and privacy, uh, which comes with this territory. Thank you so much, Srinivas, for uh, throwing some great light on this very important issue. I hope uh, the digital address code is more widely debated uh, before there is any forward movement on this. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me, Sampa. In Focus will be back soon with analysis of the biggest news issues. In the meantime, you can find our podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher and other platforms. Just search for In Focus by The Hindu. We'll see you soon.